Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. couple that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. So today we're going to be talking about what is cheating, really? Like, what is cheating? What classified? What is classified as cheating? What is an affair, really? Like, what What are all the different things that that means? We're just going to simply put clear the air here and clear any misconceptions. <laughs> yeah, be direct on what is. Why? Why are we talking about this? Well, number one, we're very qualified to talk about this because we've been through pretty much every type of affair or cheating that yeah. you can possibly think of. Two, we've helped hundreds and hundreds of people overcome affairs, but all those things. And so we really know what we're talking about when it comes to these types of things. Yes. And you know, we get asked, you know, and people are like, well, you know, I don't really know if it's cheating or not, or they say it's not cheating. And, you know, I'm confused. Am I crazy? You know, I feel crazy. I know that we had felt that way at different points in our marriage as well, you know, in this hell on earth when we were going through it. So, you know, we hear things about, you know, the spouse is saying like, well, they're only talking. So there's nothing to worry about. And it's okay because they're only talking. They say it's just friends and I shouldn't worry about anything. You know? Yeah, they're just friends. You know, you know, it's just a friend. We're just co-workers, whatever it may be. Like we're just, you know, we just get along good, but there's nothing there. Like, you know, it's, it, you know, I don't even really, and oftentimes, sometimes they'll even portray it as like they don't even really you don't really really like them. I mean, they're okay type of thing. But the reality is like they're they're. (laughs) I did that. Like they they actually do find them attractive or whatever, you know, there's there. And, and, you know, it may not start off as something that's, that's, you know, intentional or like, I didn't go out of my way to like, think about, I'm just going to cheat today. Right. Like most people don't go out of their way doing that unless they're trying to seek revenge or something like that. But here, most people just don't approach it like that. But oftentimes people say those types of things regardless. And they say, you know, I'm just, they, they may be even spending a lot of time together. 
They may share a lot of emotional things and talk about their problems that they're that they're having at home, potentially eventually with the, with that other person. Yeah, just getting that comfort. You know, they might get mad when you ask about that person, you know, or you might hear, well, it's only online. Like we only just talk online. It's no big deal. It's just a friend online. And, uh, you know, or you might be told that you're overreacting and you're blowing things out of proportion. Like there's nothing to worry about. I know that in our relationship, those words were uttered quite often. You're just overreacting. You're just, you're You're just just jealous. Yeah. You're just jealous. You're just overreacting. You're just insecure. Oh my gosh. I hated that. You're just, why are you so insecure? No. Okay. I get it. There were insecurities a hundred percent and jealousy. Yeah. Some rightfully so, right? A lot of them. But, and then there were situations that there weren't actually anything happening, like legit. But there were a lot that were. And so, and the ones that, and we were usually pretty right about those things. And so when it comes down to it, like, yes, there were things and we did have insecurities, but there were also things there to cause those things in some ways as as well. Yes. And so, you know, what is cheating? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Like, what is cheating? You know, how do you fix it? How do you address it? Like, what do you do? And, you know, are, are you crazy in that aspect? So what is cheating? So, well, let's just be really direct here and start by like calling things out. Well, you know, if you're doing anything behind your spouse's back that you have to hide, that's a problem. Yep, that is. So if you're deleting messages, that's cheating. If you have to delete messages because you know your spouse wouldn't approve, that's cheating. If you're spending time talking to someone on the phone and you're trying to hide it and you know that your spouse wouldn't like it, that's cheating. If you feel like you have to call someone who is not your spouse and they're of the opposite sex every day or you're talking to that person, you know, on your way home from work or to work or on your lunch break and you have to talk to them throughout the day, that's cheating. Yeah, it's... It's honestly, it's, I know it sounds like common sense to some people, but it's not to everyone. So we just want to be very clear here. Like this is, this is cheating, like pet names, turning to the person instead of your spouse. That's cheating. Prioritizing another person over your spouse and your family. Like when it comes to the opposite sex and the relationships there, like that's cheating. Yeah. And so, and the pet names gets me too. So uh, someone else should not be calling you like, Hey babe. And you know, Hey sweetheart. And you know, like someone else shouldn't be call- like, well, I just known them forever. And so they just call me that. Or, or, no. or you have people that like, and I get some people, you know, just call everyone those types of things. That'll be the excuse. Oh, they call everyone those types of things. Like some people legitimately do that. Is it okay though, regardless of whatever they choose to live their life for you? No. Tell them, hey, hey, my name is Joe. My name is Tommy. My name is Sarah. Get it right. You don't have to say it like that. However, can most certainly need to be like you can fix that, right? So you don't have to just be like, well, you know, that's just how they are. And like that's entertaining it. Who and- cares what their freaking feelings think about it? I don't I'm not married to them. I don't freaking care. Like you can be nice, but at the same time, you do not have to put up with crap like that. Just like, hey, my name's, I'd appreciate if you call me. Like, yes, you can do it a nicer way. Hey, my name's Tommy. I'd appreciate if you don't call me that. I don't really care for that. Right? Yes. And like that, you know, I've had to do that to people like, hey, so uh, don't call me sweetheart. 
that's weird. I'm not your sweetheart. Uh, my name's Dustnica. <laughs> so just to be very straight here. And, you know, and pet names as actually, if you're calling everybody pet names, it's kind of demeaning to be, to be honest. But uh, moving no, back. In, it. It's like a big pet peeve of mine. But like buddy or something like that. I just like, oh, get move, over it. Moving back into like what's cheating here. So also, you know, talking about sex in general. If you're talking about sexual things with someone of the opposite sex, that's cheating. Like that is highly inappropriate and there is no need for that. That's, that's a no go for a healthy relationship. If you're joking, like, and I know that there's a lot of people in this aspect that does that. They're like just joking about what it would be like if they were together. Be like, well, you know, if, if I was your spouse, I would, <laughs> right? Like, no, like you shouldn't be joking about your future together because there's not a future together. Like you're, you're married. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't just usually come up casually. Most of the time though, that whole, if I were your spouse, it's usually like, this is usually further down the road. I'm not going to lie. Like this is usually where people are like, and, and I've seen text messages from her or not from her, from the other people in the past, like that would say stuff like this. So if I was him, I would treat you with blank, blank and blank and blank and blank. And it's like, yeah, okay, really? <laughs> but like, it's, you know, like, yeah, of course you're going to say that. Right. Cause you want in her pants. Right. So it's, it, that's, that, of course people are going to say that. They're going to say whatever you want to hear. Yeah. And so also another thing is if you're having a hard time or you're having a hard day and you're like, oh, and you just feel like you need to turn to this other person that's not your spouse, that's cheating. That's an emotional affair. Yeah. I used to say things like, oh, well, you know, at this, this other person, they're so easy to talk to. Like, I just feel like at home when I'm with them, like I feel safe. Right. Yeah. Because you don't have a bunch of issues between you and, and them. you lied to her all the time. Yeah. Like I, I portrayed a certain image of me that I wanted her to see. Well, not just hers, multiple hers, but like like all of them I lied to. Like, you know, things like I wasn't really that guy. I wasn't really that person. I, of course, I portrayed me as an awesome person while sliding in some truths. And, oh, I've, yeah, I've done this in the past. But it's like kind of that humble brag. And it's just like you tell half truths and different things to make you look good. I get it. I've been there. I've done it. And, oh, you're painted to be the victim and you're painted to be this great guy or girl or whatever. But reality, you're a really unhealthy individual. Both yeah. of you are, honestly. And, you know, and so all of that is cheating. All of that is. It's whether it be an emotional affair or whether it's gone further in physical, emotional affairs are damaging just the same. And if not more, honestly. Yeah. Emotional affairs, like that's not to be like, oh, well, it was just an emotional affair. Uh, like, no, like that's a there's, massive problem. Yeah. There's different severities of emotional affairs. There could just, be the fact of, oh, you were divulging information to them. And I don't mean just doing that. That's a big deal. Um, but I just, on the grand scheme of things, so there's divulging information to them and like venting to them about your spouse. That's an emotional affair. Um, but then you have an extended version of that, which would be that you fell for them or fell in love with them and stuff like that. And I fell in love with everyone I freaking met back then. So like it was, just, <laughs> which is a joke in itself, but it's one of those things that like when it comes down to these types of things, like it's, it's going to be, a different severity of it, but regardless of what it is, it's still an issue, yes. right? And I hope you know this, but cheating physically with someone is a, is is an actual affair. I had someone tell me a number. Actually, I've had people tell me this a number of different times. I didn't have an actual affair with them. I just had a one night stand. That's cheating. That's an affair. Yep. That is an affair. Like, really? 
Like that's an affair. I you slept with someone. That's an affair. I don't care if you were drunk. I don't care if you were drugged. It's still an affair. Yeah. So most certainly an issue there. And so even on a on a, on a smaller note of you know this whole aspect, isn't it? This is typically a start of it too. So if you know where like someone works or where they like to go at a specific time, and you're like, well, I ran into them there, and <laughs> yeah. I want to go back and see if I can catch them there again. If you have that thought. And you're trying to meet up and just like be around in the same time. I'm like, oh, just like have that coincidental meet up. Of like, oh, they, I'm just gonna I go do. work here at the coffee shop or whatever know, that I, I know saw, they go to. I saw them there last time, so maybe they'll be there too. That that right there, you done crossed the line, right? You're you're seeking out that with another person, and that's crossed the line. Or and go to some event that you know they're gonna be at, or like you know whatever it is. You're like, pursuing someone else at that time. Like that is pursuing someone else. Just be clear. Just say obsessively at that, but still, regardless, it's still it's kind of creepy to be honest with you. But it's still and, it's still pursuing someone else, like in the light of things. And let's just be clear: Did we do that? Yes. So we understand. We we have done those things in the past as well. And another thing that's cheating is you know like sending pictures. If you're sending pictures or receiving pictures, that's cheating. Let's just be clear. That's not like, oh, well, we just sent some pictures back and forth. Like, Oh, they were just innocent selfies. Okay, so they weren't nudes, but you were sending like, you were sending pictures still like, oh, oh look how cute I look. Look how oh, amazing beautiful. I'm having such a good day. Sun's out, guns out, like all those types of things. Like that's, dude, you're trying to get attention from her or she's trying to get attention from you. She's trying yep. to like, oh, you look so great. Oh, you look cute. They're trying to get compliments. They're fishing for those things. Right. That's, yep. that's what it is. Especially people like her, like Destinica that needed a lot of admiration and, and like all those things. Like I wanted like, attention from like a lot, a lot of like, attention. Yeah. I mean, of course you're going to do that. Like those types of things. And Oh, it's innocent. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not innocent. Also, I will say this, this is one that's like kind of, I wouldn't say cheating, but it's, it's, you're on a razor thin wire. Let's just make that clear. Razor thin. So one of the things that, that that's what I would say both of us used to do, but especially more of her. For I sure. did do it a lot. So more of her for sure. Like, but it, it was more of her just because the environments that she was in, but I just didn't, I just wasn't in those environments. I would get hit on all the time too. Don't get me wrong, but it was, it was one of those things that it was primarily her regardless of what it was. Anyways, what it was, was that um, she would be environments and these lower class, lower quality people would say inappropriate things. Now she may not have flirted with them. No, she did. But if she were to not flirt with them and she just were to not respond to it, but she still allowed it to happen out of fear of like maybe pushing away money or pushing away a professional relationship or whatever it may be, that's still not necessarily cheating, but that's disrespectful towards the relationship. And more importantly, yourself. Yeah, it's a very, very disrespectful to yourself, the marriage, and it's opening the doors. That's it's what it highly is. Highly disrespectful to your spouse. I found, I found it when we were going through it's it. Betrayal. it. It would make me insanely mad. Um, and I'm like, dude, just tell the retards to not to leave you alone. Like that's what. Yeah. I was yeah. just tell them, tell them, leave you alone. Say, screw you, leave me alone. That's it's it. literally putting someone else still over your spouse and over yourself. Like you literally elevated that person up over your own self worth, your own self value, over your marriage. You literally are jeopardizing everything just based on someone else's feelings or money too, the yeah. money. A lot of times it's monetary. Like that's that's you want to get someone like all worked up 
talk about money or in that aspect or have them have a fear about losing their job or something like that. And let me just, we'll hit on that more in a minute about about how to fix this. And so I'll wait, I'll wait to hold on to that. But that is a whole aspect of you don't need to be allowing inappropriate comments or, you know, those little snarky little things or like the degrading, like, no, like you can have higher standards. So um, just in that aspect. And I used to also work in very early in our marriage, I worked in, you know, a, a very, very toxic work environment. And, you know, th- there was all kinds of inappropriateness always going on groping that was like behind the scenes all the time like people would grope each other or you know like when you hug on someone and like you you give them a hug but it's a full frontal hug where like your private parts are all rubbing upon someone that's cheating okay guys like that's inappropriate you you shouldn't be like like rubbing your body all over someone else i'm not talking about like i mean maybe guys rub their junk all over people but it's mostly women rubbing their boobs all over people like here there's guys that make sure like they are pressed up yeah and and, and i i get that too i would say it's i mean it's easier let's just be frank honestly unless you're like but you know what i mean but like regardless either like it's most guys aren't going to be able to make that happen unless it's like you're humping someone's leg or something like that. But regardless of the fact, like it's still one of those things that like it can happen a lot in work. And when it comes to work relationships and stuff like this, um, it can be a big issue. A lot of affairs start there at, at work. work. Cause you spend so much time there. Yeah. Let me, let me just give you a little insight. Relationships take time, energy, and effort. And where are you spending a lot of time at work? So if you're not putting in the effort and stuff at home, it's going to be easy to do that at work. Yep. So just cautionary there. Uh, also, a porn. Porn's cheating. Why? Because it's defiling the marriage bed. It's literally putting explicit pictures that you were never designed to see images in your mind. And then most people, what do they do? They go the high real life and like they're playing videos in their head, you know, with their partner, like their spouse. And like that's cheating. Like if you're thinking about something like that's cheating and we, we were never designed to see that it doesn't matter what society has deemed as quote unquote normal. They only push it because they make money on it like that. That's it, you know, and I can't tell you how many people that I know that have lived in that lifestyle and just broken and miserable and just like suicidal because of the voids and just feeling like nothing but a piece of like meat like and that's not. Like, why would you want to fantasize about someone in that, like that aspect? But all of that is cheating and porn addictions can be broken. Tommy and I actually were both addicted. Mm -hmm. And so yes, can like that be broken a hundred percent and, but is it cheating? Yes. And so it's not something that, oh, well, all men do it. I hate that. I hate that statement. That that's such a lie. No, not all men watch porn. And you can have higher standards and have a healthy marriage and one that's also centered on God, how it's designed to have a thriving marriage that isn't centered around cheating. And I'm just saying. Yeah. Anything really that you have to hide from your spouse is cheating. And even if you're being overt with it, you're not hiding anything. You're just flirt with people right in front of them. Cuddling. I had someone tell me that like they slept on the couch together, like a, a friend. It was just a friend, and they slept on the couch together, cuddled up. I'm like, that's cheating. I'd come down, and be like, what in the, like that? The, no, like that's cheating. Like no, that's not. You don't just accept that. If your spouse is like, oh, that's okay. Like no, that's not okay. So, 
hopefully we defined cheating very clear and some of you might be like yeah that's common sense but some of you that's not and you know in that aspect we had a lot of that crazy feeling in our marriage because we did play off of emotions and words and you know I did tell him all the time I'm like you're so insecure everything is cheating anyone I talk to is cheating but let's be real reality she was cheating most of the time like me and, and we were cheating all the time. The conversations were inappropriate. I didn't know how to have a conversation that didn't involve sex. I didn't even know how to like talk without making inappropriate comments. And so my whole language and how I showed up was was very inappropriate. I, I just didn't know how to show up differently. And so that was a part of it. So how do you fix these things? Well, one if you are the one who's cheating, like it's going to have to be a change within you and not just like, Oh, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop. No, 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 no. Grit. Number one, I'm going to say two different things. Grit and determination is not going to get you through this. No. I promise you. I promise you're going to go back to it. I guarantee you. You're like, I'm never going to do it again. I can't handle how bad I hurt her or him. Right. It doesn't matter. I mean, sure. Right now you feel that pain for them and you see it and you see it hurts them, but you'll go back to it. I guarantee it. Two, on the other side of things, like transparency and just showing where you're at, your location, all those things, doesn't matter either. That's nope. not going to fix it either. You can figure out a way to cheat. It's just, like, there's so many different ways. I mean, we went as far as I drugged her once to get into her phone. Like, there's so many different ways to figure it out. And, and I promise you, it doesn't matter how many cameras, how many things, how many tracking devices, how many things you have that like skim phones and like, we, yeah, we went through all of it. Like you can actually do all those things. Yes. But it doesn't matter anyways, cause they're going to cheat if they want to. And they're going to cheat. Mm -hmm. They're going to figure out a way. Now, how do you, do we believe in the phrase we've done this before, but is once a cheater, always a cheater true? Yes and no. So if they don't get to the deeper beliefs and reprogram their mind, then yes, it will happen again. Inevitably. If not with you, someone else. If they do, then no, it won't happen again. Yeah, if they actually get to the deep-rooted as aspects and fix it and grow as a person. I am not the same person that I was years ago. Like not I am a, Not even close. I am not at all. My conversations are different. My standards and expectations are way different. I, I had this thought the other day and just thinking back about the type of people who would message me. And I was just like, and at the time I'm like, oh, that's so great. I can get all of these men. And I'm like... That's actually really disgusting in so most many different ways. Were, most of them were very low quality regardless and anyways. It's just that like getting and let's just be very clear. Anyone can get sex. Like it's not hard. Like if you just want sex, like you can get it. That's not hard. And but like, is that going to actually fulfill you? No. Is it going to cause more problems? Yes. And probably some STDs that, that happens quite often. Uh, so many different aspects with that. But it's just like, no, like my standards and expectations now are so high that if that type of person like was to comment on me, I'm not like, oh my God, that made me feel good. Like, hey, like someone wants me and desires me. Like I must look good. No, like I'm appalled. I'm revolted. I'm like, I'm like, that's disgusting. Like I don't want that type of attention at all because that's how much I've grown and I've changed and my standards and expectations have rose so much. Yeah. Also, like I'll be really honest with you on two different things. Um, even you know, just in theory here, if we were to go back into the dating scene here, that just scares the living crap out of me. Why? Because of so many very limited options. Um, I have so, so high standards 
when mm-hmm. it comes, I'd feel like I was talking to a child or something with a mental deformity if I was talking to most of the public right now when it comes to like actually dating. So like when it comes down to it, like I would never want to do that. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that also, like, I will say this, like if, if you have really high standards and you have really, and you're in your, or if you don't, sorry, if you don't have really high standards and you're actually like just attracting these types of people and you may think it's great, but then when you really look back and reflect on it, who these people really are and the way that they live their life, if you're attracting them, it's not because you're attractive. It's because that you're actually attracting this into your life because that's who you are. You attract what you are. So like, you know, what I'm saying is that's not who you're, who, I'm not labeling you as in your identity, but we attracted crap into our life because we were honestly unhealthy people. Yeah, we were very crappy individuals and we attracted a lot of crap in our life. It's Let's just, just be tr- clear. It hurts. I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah. And, and, you know, so it just, especially like, you know, I like, that's why I, this is so important in having these foundations and being healthy individual, because you can also teach these things to your kids, because if not, and they're having all of these, you know, unhealed wounds and all this brokenness, and then that's what they're going to be attracting into their life. Like, right. If they're attracting a bunch of people with like problems and addictions, and they're always trying to fix people. And like, if that's who you're attracting into your life, it's because there's something within you that's attracting them. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. If you have a daughter and her husband was doing the things that you're doing to your spouse right now, if you're cheating on them, would you want to knock their lights out? I would. I'm not going to lie. I would want to knock them into the next century. If that, but my daughter, um, she's not married for a long time. Um, but (laughs) she's gonna, she's, she's she's, still young. Yeah. She's still very young. But, um, (laughs) even when she does my requirement is, our requirement is that they have to take our program and they have to go through everything. And then our, our kids will obviously be, cause they've lived it. They'll be ahead of the court, but I mean, their spouses will be like, not only will you have to take our program, but you have to pay for it with out of your own pocket. That's my requirement because they will be healthy individuals and they will start out with success from day one. Yes. So I, I love it. And so this, it's just a huge aspect. So also just continuing in like, how do you fix it? Right. So you got to have the solid foundations within yourself, within your marriage. And I don't, and no, you weren't taught this. Our society fails, epically fails on teaching how to be a healthy individual. They don't teach that. They don't have foundations, not only being a healthy individual, most importantly, but, and in mindset too, which is two things that we teach, but also marriage. Uh, Yeah, that's epic fail. It's like, look at culture and look at society and like what all they teach. And, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, well, that one didn't work out. Get a new one or exchange. And like, that's not anything of what is truth and biblical (laughs) principles. I saw this guy. He does marketing for saving men's marriages and stuff like this. And I won't say who it is, but he was saying like, oh, well, do you know why these other people had, you know, back then when divorce rates were so low and like, they they know they knew a secret. No, they didn't. Otherwise, it, the divorce rate. Think about it. The divorce rates wouldn't be where they're at right now if the past knew a secret because they care about their kids and they would teach it to them. If they were actually healthy individuals, they would have taught it to them. The divorce rates would be low like then if they actually knew the secret to saving the marriages and staying together. The only difference between now and then is then they were stubborn. Then it wasn't acceptable to d- get divorced as it is right now, mm-hmm. then it was shunned and you would be repelled from church and everywhere else around you if you were. 
So it just wasn't acceptable. And people stayed together and hated each other despite everything and had miserable lives and had abusive marriages and stuff. I know because my grandparents did. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's it's not it's not a healthy it's it there's no difference. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there right now. So you can't just go based on like what society teaches. And it's it's really uh, like utter, utterly revolting to see what our society teaches is acceptable for relationships and within themselves, like even just being an individuals, like it's so revolting. So you have to have solid foundations for yourself to be a healthy individual and in the relationships. You have to be clear on your standards. You have to raise your standards and set expectations. And we're not talking about having like these expectations in your head for your spouse that were never voiced or agreed upon because they won't be met uh, at all. And you're going to fail at that. So we're talking right way and a wrong way. A hundred percent. And no dictatorship. Tommy tried that. I revolted madly. Everything he said, don't do, I did. Yeah. Especially if you don't have what people society terms as a yes woman. If you have a you know, alpha female like she is, oh, that is not going to work whatsoever. It cracks me up when people say that I, that we've had some people that don't know us say that I, oh, you can tell he controls you. I'm like, do you even, have you even watched any of our, do you even know us? Like, do you even know her? Like, there's no one on this planet. Like, don't. Except for God that if he wanted to control, but then he'd be violating his own rules. So no one literally can control her. I like, yeah, utterly submit to God. But outside of that, like, you will not control me. Like it just like I can't even say it without like the true she, passion coming yeah. out of like oh, oh. She submits to me, but out of respect and yes. leadership. But that's that's not be, out of control. That's not out of a dictatorship position. But that, that's this is a whole nother topic. But like regardless, <laughs> yeah. like, like it, it, you can't expect her to submit to you if you can't even submit to yourself. What do I mean by that? If you can't lead yourself effectively. Why in the world would you want? Why in the world would she let you lead her? That's dumb. I, I'm not going to submit to a leader that doesn't know how to lead me. No, she shouldn't have. Right? You have to earn that. Yeah, and, and providing providing and just paying the bills is not leading. No, there's so much more that goes into it. So sort of like there's there's so much that goes into it. Being able to actually communicate, understand yourself on that deep level, to be a team together, to actually re- to build true trust, not this whole like just trust me aspect because that's a joke. Your spouse should never just just trust you just because. Uh, no. Uh, you, you're so entitled. That's like, like you have no reason for them to trust. They, they have no reason to trust you. And tr- like trust Why? is also cultivated. Like you have to put effort into that. So if you're like, oh, you should just trust me. Don't touch my phone. Don't touch me. Okay, like, why are you being so suspicious? Like, why do you want to have secrets from your spouse? Uh, uh, you know, a healthy relationship has, has like, does have transparency and openness in it, but that's not going to be a complete fix. Yeah. I hate to tell you, but you're delusional if you think that they should just trust you for no reason. Yeah. And, and and also, just because you're transparent, we talked about this already, but nope. showing the phone and stuff like that, I don't care if you've done it for 20 years hasn't earned a thing nothing why because you're no different than you were 20 years ago you're no different like literally i mean you've changed but you haven't built any real foundations you're not a healthy individual why should anybody trust you they shouldn't you want more to become more it's that simple 100 percent, and trust is earned and so you also have to fix these deep-rooted issues you can't just like keep like 
you know, ignoring. And it's going to, like we said, take time, energy, effort. You're going to have to actually put into the relationship. You're going to have to cultivate the relationship and, you know, actually work on things. And it doesn't matter what your spouse is doing. There is so much power in the power of one. There are things, if you're like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. It's all them. There's a separate podcast just for you on that. That was me. I understand. However, it's not a truth. And there is oh, well. so much that, that you can do. That was where she do. stood, but that wasn't her in terms. She was doing a lot wrong. Yeah, but, um, I was. probably think but, the same thing too, but it's okay. And that's the whole point. I thought I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was. Um, and just, it's just so many aspects there. But you, you have to actually get to the deep-rooted issues, remove the walls, create actual like culture to set standards, have these expectations, be able to build this deep emotional connection, have safety in the relationship. Home shouldn't be a battleground. Like it's not going to battle anytime you two talk. No, like you're able to be heard and understood. There's just so many different aspects that's going to go into this. But, you know, just being demanding isn't going to do it. Being needy, don't do that. Um, like that's just like, if you smother someone, it's just going to push them away too. needy is not sexy uh, on anyone. And so, you know, ha like take these things into consideration. And, you know, so this is an ask, like we, cheating is such a big thing. And if you, if you've dealt with it, don't get help from someone who's never dealt with cheating or been yeah, through it. Like, I just want to, yeah, I want to bring that up too. I'm I glad, just had to. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because like, the thing is, like, we, we, it cracks me up about people that get help from people that, that haven't actually been through any of this. Why do so many people come to us for help? Because we've been through all of it. What we get it. You're like, you're like, what qualifies you to even, in, to even, like, you know, help anyone? Well, I don't have a degree. I don't have any of that. So I have a 1.7 GPA. So if you're coming to me for that, well, you're out of luck there. I mean, she was summa cum laude, but I mean, I guess there's that. But, like, when it comes down to it, like, <laughs> when it, I'm not that. But what I do have is a very particular set. I'm just kidding. I might be making a movie. But um, when it comes down to it, I do have a very particular set of skills that I've developed when it comes to how we have actually been through everything, all this stuff, quadruple times over, not just affairs, everything in a marriage minus death. So we've been through, I mean, everything that there is to go through in this. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes down to it, yes, we have the right to tell you because we've been through so many affairs that we've, we lost count when it comes to those things. We know how to get through it the right way and come out on the other side of it. We didn't some like, unlike some of these other people, we didn't just go through it, get divorced and then be like, Oh, well now we can know how to do it. We can, no, no, no. You need to take success. You can, you can do it this way. You need to take advice from people that are actually successful the first time. Like when it comes to these things, not people that have been divorced, like five, six marriages and then be like, oh, they know how to do it now. <laughs> no, I'm not taking advice from you. No, like we actually know how to fix it because we've been through it and we did it the right way and came out on the other side of it to actually fix it. So you so. can take advice from people that don't know what they're doing or not. You can take, you can choose to listen to us. But what I will say is we're successful. You're not. So success leaves clues. So you can pick up a clue or not. Can be of a growth mindset or not. This is what it boils down to. So just that's something I had to to call out there. And also while while Tommy was talking, a couple of other things that slipped my mind to call out that what is cheating. I just want to add them in here. And you know, so strip clubs, that's cheating. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Just just saying, yes, that's cheating. If you're like, well, I just went to the strip club with some guys, that's cheating. You know, if you're getting massages and happy endings, like hookers, strippers, like, like all massages, of that cheating. Massages 
she's not talking about normal massages. She's talking about like I said happy endings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but just to clarify there, just normal massage is okay, but I don't suggest it from the opposite sex. That's a rule we have, but that's your own personal preferences. Um, unless your spouse is there. But like when it comes down to it, like we were talking about like the dirty massages. Come on, you and know. You know what I'm yeah, about. you know what we're talking about there. Uh yeah, for sure. You know, so all of all of those things are cheating as well. I just they came to mind and I just wanted to throw them out there because some people are like, oh, that's normal. Like that's where they, it's just entertainment. No, like it's cheating. So uh, we just wanted to come bring this and give this to you for light of like, Hey, what is it? No, you're not crazy. So if your spouse is putting someone else over you in that aspect or having any of these inappropriate relationships, then like, yeah, you're not crazy. Like it, it's not okay. It's not right. No, you don't have to just tolerate it. No, you don't encourage them. You don't have to invite that affair partner whether no matter what level of affair it is, whether it's emotional or whatever, you don't have to invite them into your home and become friends with them to make your spouse happy. Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, there's so like, don't do that. That's the wrong things to do. So we just wanted to bring this to light to help give you some one, like just foundational, like, Hey, like you're not crazy. And also inspire you to know that things can change. We've been there. Like it can change and just guide you on things not to do as well. Yep. But as always, we love you and we just wanted to leave you at this. So just really think about, you know, what's really going on here. If you're the one cheating, you can stop, you can come clean and you can repair the marriage. If, if you, you have had this and it's happened even 20 years ago or it's new, it doesn't really matter is what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Whenever, however many times, if it's happened 12 or 13, 15 billion times, whatever, it doesn't really matter either. However many, it doesn't matter. We've been through it all. And we're not here to judge you when it comes to those things. So, the only people I judge is people that have fixed mindsets. That's it. But like when it comes down to it, like you're here to get help and we're here to help you, but mm -hmm. uh, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you on the next podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.